movies, music, television, and more. This is Entertainment. 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 Rebooted. Only on WZIP. Hello and welcome to this very special episode of Entertainment Rebooted. Uh, This is the first episode of its kind. So the night of the Grammys, February 4th, a group of entertainment members got together to watch the Grammys live and uh, broadcast our opinions as the show went on. So this is an edited down version of it without the music in case you missed it live. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to WZIP's coverage of the 2024 Grammy Awards. We are going to be discussing all of the awards, winners, losers, predictions, and performances with lots of guests. You are not going to want to miss it. Stick around. Up next, I got Houdini by Dua Lipa on WZIP. You know your right by Nirvana here on 88.1, and we are about to start our first segment of WZIP's Grammy Segments, we have Zoe, Nate, Ella, Sawyer, and myself, Logan, in the studio to talk to you about what's been going on. And to start us off, already announced the best compilation soundtrack for visual media was won by the Barbie album. What do you guys think about that? Well-deserved. Absolutely phenomenal movie, and the soundtrack has a large part to do with it. I think it's completely well-deserved. I agree. I entirely agree. I think this is probably one of the better albums you've seen intertwined into a movie. There really aren't many movies I've seen where the soundtrack actually lines up with some of the events that are happening. And I think that one, it's interwoven into it much better than almost any other film I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it also um, gets the mood of Barbie, like the Barbie movie, because it's like, oh, it starts out fun. Like, oh, they're in Barbie land with like Dancing Mm -hmm. Night Away by Dua Lipa. And then you get... The absolute like heart wrenching but beautiful song. What was I made for by Billie yep. Eilish? So it's like it, I feel like a good movie soundtrack is all over the place. So I feel like this mm-hmm. one is just and it encapsulates the movie too. Do you, so do you guys have a favorite song on the album? I like What Was I Made for. I just think it was so uh, beautifully done. So I like that one the most. I'm 100 percent with her on that. I'm going to take the silly side of things and say I'm Just Ken by Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Tremendous performance, tremendous song. There we go, there we go. Uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, What Was I Made For as well. Yeah. I just, I love Billy. It was it was iconic. Well, too, uh, we mentioned Dua Lipa. Of course, she featured on that album, and she opened the Grammys with a performance. Can you guys just talk about what you saw from there, what you liked, what you didn't? Um, I thought it was really good. I like a good um, performance done by pop artists that incorporate singing and dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, none will compare to, like, what Britney Spears has done with that because it's, like, she's got, like, the headset mic and everything. Mm-hmm. But Dua Lipa, like, had, like, all this choreograph like, cho- cho- choreography. There you go. I always <laughs> say it wrong. Um, and she was just, like, and I just love her new hair color, and it just, like, looks so good just whipping around. And, and she got a standing ovation. And I, I mean, I personally am not the biggest Dua Lipa fan, but she knows how to put on a big... Uh, good performance yeah. so Ella what'd you think I thought it was like a good I guess opener for the Grammys nothing too over the top but just enough to like warm people up for things I guess my only two complaints was one the outfits were a little iffy um I just I think they could have been a little more I guess extravagant mm-hmm. for the Grammys and like you said with the um Barbie winning the compilation album um, Dance the Night, the Dance the Night Away was only used for like a brief transitionary period, which I thought was a little odd. I feel like that should have had like some more spot, yeah. I guess. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with Ella. A lot of the, especially I would say a lot of the uh, male dancers' outfits at the beginning, they just weren't in congruence with Dua Lipa's outfit or any of the women's outfits. And then once they hit the center stage and shifted, they did a transition, which was done very well, Mm -hmm. to get her to the center of the larger stage. But then everybody was dressed the same, and I was questioning why they were dressed that way at the beginning. I thought the cage, uh, the square cage, that was great. I think that their little trick of dipping her up and down with it was great. I thought her vocals were great. Um, But yeah, that kind of threw me off at the beginning. That's a lot of great. Well, from one great female artist to another, we did just hear that the best solo pop performance was won, and her first win Miley Cyrus with Flowers. How do you guys like that song in this pick? 
It's fine. I, I mean, I, 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 I'm taking a very neutral stance on this. Like, you know, like, it, it's a fine enough song. It's not my favorite. It's not my least favorite. Um, there were nominations on that list that I have a lot stronger feelings towards, both positive and negative. And, like, you, you know, Miley Cyrus has been making music for a while. has been nominated for a lot of these. So it's mm-hmm. kind of cool to see her finally actually win one. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad she finally won the award. Um, you know, I feel like after getting nominations for so long, you probably get really frustrated. But can't say I'm, like, over the moon about Flowers. Okay. I've never been warm to that song. Oh, I'm not a fan of it. And I also think it sounds very, very much like uh, Bruno Mars' When I Was Your Man. Mm-hmm. And it also sounds like a response. I'm not sure if it's supposed to be crafted that yeah, way. It but is. it's yeah. it's But uh, I just don't understand okay. seeing that Tw- as the best pop song. Yeah, I mean... Just going off of what you were talking about, Sawyer, with the it's supposed to sound like When I Was Your Man by Bruno Mars because um, her ex-husband, I don't even know if they ever got married. They were so back and forth. But he would always sing that to her and like dedicate that song to her and whatever. And he allegedly like cheated on her and all this stuff, didn't treat her well, just couldn't really like handle her, I guess, because she's such a free spirit. And, mm-hmm. and like there's nothing fundamentally wrong with him. I just think they were such opposite people. So I feel like it was a good, um, I mean, I, it's not like my favorite song ever, but I like the heart she put into it and the meaning behind it. So Mm -hmm. winning an award for that and kind of sticking it to Liam Hemsworth too. Like, Mm -hmm. look, I won a Grammy for this song against you. Like, haha. But it was probably more than that. It's never about Mm -hmm. just getting back at your ex. Again, it was her first (laughs) award too. So I think if there were a time for her to win an award, it would be for a song of her, like, taking back her strength and everything like that. So, I mean, she has made great music in the past, and I'm just glad now she's gotten her flowers. (laughs) Oh, I like what you did there. Well, listeners, we just gave you our opinions on that song. We're about to play it up next so you can get your own opinion on it. Stick tuned because we will be coming back and forth with more Grammy news, announcements, and reactions. Up next, Flowers by Miley Cyrus here on 88.1. That was Love from the Other Side by Fall Out Boy here on WZIP. Akron's number one for non-stop hits. You are currently joining us for WZIP's live coverage of the 2024 Grammy Awards. My name is Isabel. I'm sitting down with Sawyer and Jeremiah, and we're going to talk about something a little strange that happened this evening. We were kind of sitting around wondering why were all of the rap performances announced so early? We had a ton of them announced, and usually they're announced you know, during during the actual show itself, not in the pre-show. But we found out some very interesting news. Jeremiah, would you like to fill us in a little bit on what happened here? I would love to. Well, the winner of three out of four of the rap categories, Killer Mike, was arrested during the pre-show of the Grammys after accepting his awards, which could be the reason for why all the rap categories were pushed earlier in the show rather than later. Yeah, so... Killer Mike is the artist's name, won Best Rap Song, Best Rap Album, and Best Rap Performance. So we were confused why all of these were announced early when they're typically done during the show. So quite a surprise makes a little more sense now. Moving on, we also saw an interesting country performance with Legend. With Luke Combs and legend yeah. Tracy Chapman. Legend Tracy Chapman. It is so exciting to see her at these awards. What yes. did you think of them? It was a very decent performance. I'm not the biggest fan of country. However, both of them gave a really good and compelling performance, and they worked very well together. Yeah, it was great to see. Any thoughts, Sawyer? I don't listen to country music. It's not really my thing. But, <laughs> you know, the Grammys are a special night, so I'm there for the performances. Yeah, I thought it was very beautiful to recognize Tracy Chapman because everybody covers her song, Fast Car. So it was a great recognition of her. Another performance we got was SZA. I'm sure we're going to have a lot more to say about SZA's <laughs> performance. Jeremiah, start us off. It was amazing. It it was very much what happens when an artist puts effort into a performance. I think the cinematography, the dance, the choreography, it was all amazing. I thought I was watching a music video. She slayed. Yeah, she slayed. That that was one of the best Grammy performances I think I've ever seen. I also, uh, 
we want we talked about the do uh, not Doja Cat. We talked about the Dua Lipa yes. performance yes. earlier, uh, and I thought that one was pretty good. Uh, we talked about the lack of uniformity with their outfit choices. This one didn't have those kinds of problems. Everybody was in on it. Oh. And also, we talked about the production value of this one. They had a little intro video, which was great, but also just the performance alone. The camera work was incredible. The choreography was highly impressive. Um, she performed some of the song Kill Bill. They had a lot of sword fight choreography going on. Right. Something and you don't see And that often. was, yes, that's a rare sight at the Grammys. A lot of the, they do a lot of work with their cameras around still singers. People sitting around a piano or if there's visuals behind them. This was not just that because Sis is in on the dancing. Everybody's in on the choreography. There are sword fights happening behind her, in front of her. The cameras were very much following that action, too, and I thought it was great. Yeah, we were watching an action movie in that moment. <laughs> it felt like it, yeah. The choreography was incredible. I have to say, I'm incredibly impressed. What a way to start off the show. Is it SZA or is it John Wick? What are we watching? I, I don't know. I don't know. It was it was a great performance. Now, we're going to play The Hillbillies by Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar. This is a song that was up for Best Rap Performance tonight. Uh, we did not get to see much of it because that happened early. So stay tuned here on WZIP. Forgive Me, Friend by Smith and Fell here on WZIP 88.1. And we are back with some more Grammy coverage as I, Logan Buchanan, am sitting with Jeremiah, Zoe, and Ella to talk to you guys about what has just happened recently. Starting us off with the Billie Eilish performance. Guys, talk to me about how she did. Um, I personally was very entranced by the whole thing. I thought it was very beautiful, and I liked the um, orchestral, as uh, Ella put it, <laughs> aspect to it. Um, I I will say, I mean, it's not really a song you can great, like, big performance, like a SZA performance or anything, like no choreography or else it would be kind of weird. Mm -hmm. But, like, her and Phineas always have like the same setup like Phineas is playing an instrument she's just sitting yeah. there and it's like I get it because she does very slow songs that it would be weird if there were people like mm -hmm. dancing around but sometimes I'm just looking for something new it'd be but, cool to have like an interpreted dance happen yeah yeah oh just to add off of that but at first like with like the whole Phineas and Billy setup like I was just kind of like expecting the same old same old but like I think, like, the orchestral elements were very, like, moving and or were a very welcomed addition to this already very poignant song. To me, it added, like, this, this whole new layer to it, mm -hmm. I guess. And I think, I think Billy should definitely consider, like, I guess, adding that to, you know, like, a live performance sure. of a song or anything. Like, it was, it was really good. I think it was a really great addition to that already really awesome song. Gotcha. Well, uh, Jeremiah... I didn't get to you with this one because this next one is basically all you. We had back-to-back -back performances, which are becoming a trend right now with the Grammys. Is just overloading with performances. There have been only two awards. Yeah, and four performances so far? Yeah. Almost five. Yeah, a fifth yeah. one's coming up here soon. Yeah. Um, but after Billy's performance was Miley Cyrus after winning her Grammy. <laughs> Jeremiah. What you, you got something to get off your chest here, it seems. Very unfortunate that they went with her. <laughs> I feel like if they were to be back-to-back, I believe there were better artists on call they could have chosen. <laughs> it's just, for me, Miley, as you saw, wasn't giving us anything to work with. The dancing, very lackluster, stiff. Like, like it was... How do I say that? It was giving test subject number nine. Okay. You know, like, she okay. wasn't... Like, she wasn't working the stage like she thought she did. Okay. Because you can tell she believed she was eating it up in her head. She oh, was, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm doing this. Best performance ever. Yeah. And it was none of it. Well, that. it seemed like the crowd was into it. Well, yeah. of course they are. They're always into it. <laughs> they will always be into whatever anyone does up there. I think she was just, I could tell she was low-key, like, getting, she was really excited. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe she was probably already going to do that because, like, you have to rehearse your performances before. But she just won a Grammy, so she probably ad-libbed a few words and yeah. moves in the bit. And I... I didn't hate it as much, near as much as Jeremiah did, but I, I did say, I do I, think it was a little lackluster due to, like, the set and everything. I yeah, have some I, good news for you, Jeremiah. I don't think there's going to be any more Miley tonight. Oh, so. that's so good. <laughs> 
No, I, I also thought the set was very lacking. Like, it was just her and some yeah. people behind her. Like, if that's, like, her big win, her big song, I feel like they should have added some more pizzazz to it, I guess. And, like... Mm-hmm. The dancing, you're right. Test subject number nine. Yeah. They should have left some of those moves on the back burner. I think I, sure. I think we were a little spoiled with SZA's performance yeah. because it just yeah. was that good. Yeah. So and now we're looking like everyone now has to top her yes. at this yeah. point. Um, but moving on to the last thing that was announced before we went on air today. Best country album was won by Lainey Wilson. How'd you guys feel? I know we're not a huge country station, but we live in Ohio, so country is kind of like ingrained in all of us. I mean, I predicted she would win. I didn't listen to any of the music, but you know, I'm happy for her. I should never be mad. Yeah, she was like one of uh, the few women in that category, so it's always nice to see a woman beat out a Mm -hmm. man. I mean, men are talented, whatever, but you know what I mean. Like, It's always nice to see a woman win, and like, my mom likes her, so I feel like I'm happy with it. I'm Personally, I'm not, it's not that I'm not a fan because I don't like her. Mm-hmm. Just I don't listen to country. The host, but, yeah. the host did mention it, and it's something that like uh, uh, us with music programming have talked about. Is women are kind of dominating the music industry as a whole. I mean, most of the nominees tonight are women. All of the winners besides I, the pre ones are yeah, have been. I believe for like best album of the year, seven out of the eight yeah. nominated are women. So yeah, good it, for us. Huge, yes. huge, huge. Um, but, you know, shout out to her. We will be back on with some more announcements, some more hopefully performances. More awards. Yeah, more more <laughs> awards. And we hopefully some fun. better performances so that way Jeremiah doesn't, yeah. doesn't yell in on these airways. Uh, but <laughs> up next, we got Never Felt So Alone by Labyrinth and Billie Eilish, which is a duo song that should be in contention tonight. That was so Under You Foo Fighters. On WZIP, your home for Akron's nonstop hits. We are covering the 2024 Grammy Awards. So just recently, Best R&B Song went to SZA for Snooze. I'm sitting with Corey and Nate. What did you guys think of that? I mean, well-deserved. You, you know, like, like this is a very talented artist, and I think that, like, she definitely deserves this award. You know, you know, like, phenomenal music all the way through. We play her on the station absolutely all the time. Yeah, we have a lot of tracks by SZA, and I, I don't think you could go wrong with the pick. I really no. don't. No. I'm so happy to see her winning so much tonight. It's, it's great. After that, we saw Olivia Rodrigo perform Vampire. Let's talk about that performance. <laughs> I've been waiting for this one for a while. Wow. I've been I've been for about the past two years. You know, when I first heard uh, an Olivia Rodrigo song, I have been very vocal that I absolutely despise her. I just every single time I hear her music, I just want to listen to Paramore instead. And that held up tonight. You know, every time I'm like. Oh, it's just like it doesn't sound good. You can't hit the high notes. You're trying to be like like angsty and sad, and it's just like, girl, you're a millionaire. I don't want to hear you crying anymore. Get over it. Go to therapy. See, I don't know though. I really, really enjoy Olivia Rodrigo. Like, Thank she you, is Let's hear twenty it. years old and accepting a Grammy right now. Like that is insane to me. Like as someone who's about to turn like twenty, like in a couple weeks, like. I'm not doing that stuff that she's doing. Like, that is insane. I don't know. I think she gets a lot of hate, but I got to respect her 100%. That's very fair. I just, you know, you know, I held hold very strong in my beliefs that, um, <laughs> like, she just doesn't live up to who came before her, you know? Yeah. I think I think we can all see that. But I do have to hand it to her. I think some of what she does is great. I thought this performance in particular though, not her best. No. It, no I have to agree. No. As even someone that really enjoys Olivia Rodrigo, it's just I didn't have the same appeal to me personally. It just in general, uh, like it just she just kind of stood up there like the entire time, just yep. kind of like mm-hmm. hit the hit more voice cracks than actual like singing, and I don't know, like even like down to her outfit, just just kind of boring. Like like there wasn't anything going on. No, I agree, but I will give her the benefit of the doubt. She's very young; she's still got quite some time to go, but we'll see where that ends up. Yeah, moving on, we saw the winner for best. 
pop vocal album, it was Taylor Swift. Are we surprised? I, not in <laughs> no. the slightest. I mean, what she went on like like a four billion dollar tour earlier this year for this album. Man. Like it just it's this is not surprising at all. Even if you dislike Taylor Swift, I'm like I, I'm I'm pretty neutral on her. I don't dislike you know like also for fear of my life, I don't want to say anything too negative. <laughs> but it's uh, very much like. Very talented artist and always has yeah. been. No, you really can't knock the album. You know, I really do like Mid- Midnight's. You got um, two big songs, Bejeweled and Anti Hero, coming off that. And tune into any radio station. I don't care if it's country, alternative <laughs> rock, rap, that's playing, you know? Yeah. It's everywhere. It's inescapable. The country really? station I work at does have like one of, like like a photo of Taylor Swift on the wall with one of her earlier albums. Like, she is everywhere and always will be. Like, like it's, again, say what you will. Yep. Uh, cannot wait to see her perform at the Super Bowl because let's be honest, it's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll have to see. Now, uh, some big news we got with that was that she announced her new album, The tortured poets department thoughts april 19th i mean personally (laughs) i'm very excited no no i i am but there's been so many releases by taylor swift i kind of just want to chill out for a bit Mm -hmm. you know like yeah it's really easy to get burnt out on an artist that's releasing like out like like again like albums year after year like like just consistent like multiple times a year exactly like I, i don't know like I respect the hustle. I respect the grind, but also you're you're already a bajillionaire. Can you can you slow it down a bit? Give us some time to breathe, you know. But I do get it, you know. She's doing something right, obviously, and it's it's showing. So if she's got a system down, feel free. But for me personally, give me some time to listen to the full album before <laughs> going off and making another one. I hear you. Now you guys are being very tame with your opinions. I. The hater is in my blood. I have to say something here. The Tortured Poet de- Poets Department is the title that has been released to us currently. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean to judge a book by a cover by its cover here, but I'm not impressed. I um I think the name's very pretentious. I I think yes. it's very like woe is me. Oh, oh boo hoo. I'm such a, like like I'm such a tortured artist. Oh no, I'm only the most successful music star in history. Oh no. This, like, is, this is what I was trying to bring out of yeah. everybody, yeah. Corey, you're more on the fan side than the hater side. What do you think of this name? Pretentious? You like it? You don't? No, I agree with you guys. You know, I'm a very sensible Taylor Swift fan. You are sensible. You know, I'm not clouded with my judgment around her. I still like her. You know, I jam out to her music. You know, I have a girl boss playlist, and I, I tune in once in a while, you know. You are a girl boss, Corey. I appreciate that. Of Thank course. you. <laughs> All right. We gave our opinions on Olivia Rodrigo's performance of Vampire, so we're going to be playing that up next. Feel free to call in at 330-972-8888 to let us know what you thought. That was 330-972-8888, and I got Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo. Stay tuned. down by all-time low here on 88.1 and we are back with some more grammy coverage and we just watched the in memoriam segment followed up by an absolutely amazing performance from fantasia a in memoriam of tina turner an absolute throwback to the old hollywood the old grammys i'm with zoe and jeremiah please talk to me about that performance uh i personally thought it was really great and it was a great way to like commemorate the life of Tina Turner because she was just such an electric force on stage and just like having her in memoriam part because I know they honored other artists as well just have hers be so amazing with all the backup dancers and getting into it with the audience I feel like that was just the perfect way to honor Tina Turner and and I I really enjoyed it same i think it was amazing great song choice great outfits amazing outfits Mm -hmm. fantasia great performer and singer she danced very well better than i expect for most and i think it was definitely one of the better performances of the night by far the backup dancers were killing it everyone really did their part in making this performance amazing and i'm truly happy that they called her for this yeah we were talking about it how the performances up until this were really somber and slow and then we had that in memoriam segment which obviously is going to be a little somber a little slow so having this like big production and have it been commemorative to a artist of the past 
was a perfect, perfect position for the performance. I don't think it lived up to SZA's, but it is a very high bar. Yes. Uh, and then after that, we did get the Dr. Dre Global Impact Award, which was won by Jay-Z. And we do have, like, credited Jay-Z superfan over here. in uh, Superfan. Superfan. More, well, Dre, more Dr. Dre, but... Yeah, like Dr. Dre, and that just goes along with... I well, everybody that listens to me knows that I love Eminem, and Eminem wouldn't be where he was without Dr. Dre. And then Jay Z is a powerful force in the rap industry. So just like that, that whole big circle of people in rap, I just appreciate so much. And I mean, I remember when him and Beyonce got, like even got engaged. Like me and my mom and my sister would make the joke of like something Jay-Z would say, he'd be like, Beyonce is my fiance or and stuff like that. <laughs> and I, I just like, and seeing like Blue Ivy just be a beautiful young woman too. It's just, I, I don't know. It was, And it was nice to see Jay-Z win that award because he has just, like I said, been a force mm-hmm. in the rap industry. And they're just such a powerful family, so talented and just, I love, and, and, and I act like, oh, I've watched them from the, the <laughs> beginning, which I wasn't even born when Beyonce was doing her thing. But it's just so amazing to see them build such an empire with just between the two of them with just their pure talent. And, and I just, I think he just deserves such a great award oh, yeah. from Dr. Dre himself. So Jeremiah, how do you think? I think it was very well deserved. Pretty, you know, pretty much I think was said. Yeah. I'm, I'm not as familiar with his music as mm-hmm. others. However, I do know a lot of songs that he has collaborated on mm-hmm. and worked with others, and I love those. So I'm always glad to see you know yeah. him take home a win if he deserves it. Mm-hmm. And Blue Ivy also looked very pretty in her outfit. I mm-hmm. think it was a really nice dress, a pinkish off-white. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think it was great. And I, I loved Beyonce and her hat. Yeah, her, yes. her hat. Um, I, I just love when artists get recognized for stuff outside of music, mm-hmm. when they get like the humanitarian awards when they get recognized for the work behind the scenes with um, charities. And um, I believe Jay-Z mentioned in his speech was like scholarships that he's been given out, which is just phenomenal. We love charity work. We love seeing the actual human side of artists besides the music and all that. But, you know, nonstop hits. That's what we do here at WZIP. Mm -hmm. So we're going to keep it rolling with some Jay-Z with Dirt Off Your Shoulder right here on 88.1. was Go by the Black Keys here on Akron's home for nonstop hits, WZIP. My name is Isabel. I'm sitting with Sawyer, Corey, and Ella, and we are talking about the 2024 Grammy Awards. We just saw Song of the Year get announced. It was given to Billie Eilish for What Was I Made For. Sawyer, start us off. What did you think? I was talking about this song earlier. I think that every when I listen to this song, I'm in tears. I think it's a beautiful song. I think it absolutely deserved to win Song of the Year, uh, and I'm glad that it went up against some other songs I didn't really, really want to see win, so I'm happy. Fair enough, fair enough. We'll pass Corey the mic. Corey, what did you think? I'm just a big Billie Eilish fan personally, but I'm really glad that she won it. That song was really well written. I felt that it was really well produced, and I'm just glad it, again, didn't win against some of the other songs. All right. Ella, what did you think? Um, similar boat as Sawyer and Corey, but I'm glad this one over picks such as Antihero or Vampire, which I consider to be a lot weaker than the song. Personally, I would have loved to see Dance the Night win since I have a soft spot for that song, which is also off the Barbie soundtrack. But hey, a Taylor Swift loss is a win to me. Wow. Slay. Wow. All right. So that, is, that is a strong stance coming from Ella. I have to say, I'm a little bit on the outs on this one, guys. I am not a huge fan of What Was I Made For. I No hate to the Barbie movie or anything like that. I just feel like the songwriting for me, it reminds me of the way that Phil Collins wrote the songs in Tarzan, uh, the Tarzan soundtrack, except a little worse. Uh, I know this is okay. I know this is coming from left field, but hear me out here, okay? Tarzan was the soundtrack was heavily made fun of because Phil Collins kind of just described what was happening throughout the movie. Still yeah. an incredible soundtrack, but Billie Eilish kind of does the same thing in this song, where she kind of describes scenes in the movie, and I just felt like that ruined the impact of the song for me. And so to get a songwriting award, I was a little bit surprised. I would have loved to see this seen this award go to SZA. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. That was a top contender for me as well. That would have been top three, I would so agree there. that's yeah. kind of how I felt about that one, but no hate to Billie Eilish. I mean, one, it, one thing it was that there. I loved about this award was, like, after, like, Billie won it and everything, they're on stage. I just love how it, like, cut to Olivia Rodrigo just fuming in her seat. <laughs> like, that girl cannot take a loss. Like, whew, it really showed. It was True. embarrassing. I, I don't... Don't you like the integration and the flow between the soundtrack and the movie? Isn't that a bonus? No. That's wild. See, I I do think I like some integration in the movie, but Dance the Night, for instance, it was like a little less on the nose, I think, with it. There's just, I think it could have been done a little better. I expect a little more from Billie Eilish. Corey, you have anything else to say about this? Yeah, um, I know we got a bunch of Olivia Rodrigo haters here. I don't like her either because I'm a huge fan of Paramore and she's way too much... She's trying so hard to be like Haley Williams. Um, I actually really liked Vampire. It was actually in my top three contenders. Mm. My top three contenders were Kill Bill, Vampire, and Dance the Night. So while Billie Eilish wasn't in my top three, I'm, I still think Vampire was a really good song for what it was. I just think she needs to learn how to take her losses better. Interesting. See, I also don't like Vampire. I'm just, I, I found Vampire to be childish. I'm not a, personally. I'm not a huge pop fan, yeah. and for me, SZA was the answer. SZA That's Kill fair. Bill was the answer, and it didn't. I didn't I know, get the answer. I'm, I'm, I'm upset that Kill Bill didn't get it because I think for me it would have been not that I wanted them to win, but like Antihero, I could have seen taking it home. Um, Kill yeah. Bill, and then what was I made for? I am a big fan of hip hop. I it, so I'm excited mm-hmm. about what we'll get to later. But with this one, it's kind of shocking. I would say what was I made for was my number one. Uh, number two, I would say Dance of the Night. Number three, Kill Bill. And I like SZA. I really, really love SZA. Yeah. I don't think Kill Bill is one of her better songs. So I would See, I would say that because of that, it was lower on my list. But I'm not with it with Vampire. SZA is just such an incredible artist that, of course, Agreed. it's not one of her best songs. She yeah. has a million incredible songs. I'm with you. So I'm with you, but I really would have liked to see SZA take this award. Moving Fair forward... Point. We got a sweet performance from Joni Mitchell, and then we got a very interesting performance. I don't want to say less sweet, but I kind of do want to say less sweet than <laughs> than Joni Mitchell. We got Travis Scott performing. Lots of chairs being thrown. How many chairs did they give him? I just when it showed up to top, like above the camera, it showed looking down. There was just a pile of chairs that he was taking and throwing. <laughs> Yeah, I thought this was a very unique performance. The visuals were sort of trippy, I guess. Very broody, which fits his aesthetic. It was in line with the movie that he made that was an album. Like, it it had different cuts of this album, Utopia, and uh, they play. It kind of had the same aesthetic with this performance and with some of the visuals in it. I think that it was great, but I'm a Travis Scott fan fan so as yeah. far as his music's concerned I, like you for me utopia would be my album of the year it was amazing <laughs> so i loved it so this was good this was my eyes i know and fiend i thought that was an odd little listing there were better songs on the album but mm-hmm. this was a good performance in my opinion i'm more of a passive fan of travis scott i guess but i feel like with the performance because like travis scott like when i think of travis scott i think like oh rager you know like these just over-the-top performances. I didn't get that from this. You know, like, yes, he was throwing chairs. Yes, there was fire, but, like, he could have done leagues more to, like, really fit with his, I guess, public persona of him being this huge rager. I have to say, I was somewhat entertained visually, but, like, listening-wise, I wasn't getting a ton. I thought musically more could have been done. I don't know, like, Maybe it's a I, mic issue. There's, I a, there's also a lot going his on. His performance there. was just so short. Like, he was on there, and there's just like, whoosh, you're done. They kind of got through these songs really quickly. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I also would say that I thought this of the music, like, movie itself, it was kind of like a really long music video where they put everything together in bits. And I also thought that of that music video, that some of the music put together was cut oddly. Yeah. And it didn't follow the flow of the album as well. So I would say listening to the standalone album, much, much better experience than watching these visual album type things that he's doing. And this was one of those performances that aligned with that. So it was a little odd. I I understand that. Yeah. I don't know. Personally, I wasn't a huge fan of the performance in either way. I mean, I do like Travis Scott's music. I listen to it often. I just one the song choices for this were not musically pleasing, like you said. But 
I wasn't really entertained visually either. It was mostly black. Like, when it started, it was just his figure. It was a weird set. The backup dancers really didn't do much. They were there, but they were also not at the same time. Um, the fire, I thought that was a cool touch. That was the only thing that got my attention. The chair throwing also got my attention, but we're going to stop there. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like SZA kind of set the bar a little too high too early on with her performance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just a little too good, a little too early. But I think it's about time we wrap this segment up. We are going to get right into the nonstop hits again with I Know by Travis Scott. But keep it locked. We're going to continue talking about the Grammys here on 88.1. Fire Escape here on 88.1. And we're back with some more Grammy coverage as I'm in the studio with Jeremiah, Zoe, and Corey and we just watched Burna Boy, Brandy, and Twenty One Savage have a pretty cool performance. If you do, if I say so myself, what did you guys think though? Personally, I I like the performance. I feel like Twenty One could have done something else. I feel like he just didn't do anything. However, I think Burna Boy was great, and Brandy looked absolutely beautiful, stunning, one of the best looks of the night. Love her. <laughs> yeah, I think. It was, I mean, yeah, it was a good performance, but I just feel like 21 Savage kind of felt, like, out of place. Mm -hmm. It just felt too, like, upbeat, and there were, like, lots of background dancers, and it was, like, fun, and then 21 Savage, just, like, his, like, kind of monotone cadence. I mean, Uh like, he's good. He just kind of felt out of place, and I don't know. It wasn't Mm -hmm. bad, but, yeah, out of place. I agree with that, but that's really 21 Savage's demeanor. Like, mm-hmm. We saw some video clips from him before the Grammy started, and he was just like, not <laughs> smiling whatsoever. Just straight face. Yeah, that's just yeah. how he is, you know, yeah. and he does seem out of place, and I do agree. Um, I think the big takeaway out of this performance is just the style clothing, just mm-hmm. everything with that. Yeah, it was kind of weird, because I, I checked my phone mid-performance, and when I looked up, 21 was just standing there, and I was like... When did he get there? Was that and then the performance ended? So I was like, did he actually just perform, or was he just kind of standing there? Uh, but no, I do agree. I think Twenty One could have done something different, maybe something with, uh, like, I don't know, from his last album. But this one wasn't wasn't really for me. And then the last thing, the newest artist to get awarded in a, a Grammy award was Best New Artist, and shockingly, a lot of us thought it was someone else. But it was Victoria Monet who walked away with the win. Jeremiah, I'm going to throw it to you first because you had her. Um, I did. I know a lot of y'all were thinking Ice Spice was going to win. I knew she had no chance. <laughs> Victoria Monet outdid the competition. The only one who I thought came close was Coco. However, Victoria, all of her writing on my mama, just an amazing song. Like She deserves it. Her performance ability is just something amazing i think no other artist including ice spice specifically ice spice could mm-hmm. ever truly come close to that um again no hate to ice spice <laughs> it sounds like a lot of hate to ice spice young woman she is but she just doesn't have the skill talent or style to really keep up i feel okay i believe she was very much out of her depth here yeah i personally i couldn't name of Victoria Monet song, but that doesn't mean I don't like her or like she's irrelevant or anything like that. I will definitely look into her after this. Um I I mean, Ice Spice not winning. I'm not upset about it. It's I mean, she won an award, I think like at the MTV Music mm-hmm. Awards. So I mean it's it's her time. Like she's very popular. But um I mean Coco Jones, like she's been around since Disney, so I don't really <laughs> get like new artists yeah. like that category. It's, it's more like it's like more new artists in the sense of like they blow up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Within the certain yeah. time frame. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, I don't know. I kind of would also like to see Jelly Roll win. I know, <laughs> Jelly I know, Roll. Well, just because he's just such a wholesome guy, and he came from such like hard beginnings mm. and really fought like tooth and nail to get to where he is. But I think this was one of the most like anticipated categories because there was just such talent in mm-hmm. it. So I think whoever would have won I would have been happy with, which I am happy with Victoria <laughs> Monet winning. You know, actually I was not rooting for Ice Spice in this one. I got aside with Jeremiah <laughs> Jeremiah on this because 
Victoria Monet, love her. Yeah. Love Coco as well. But I also was rooting for Jelly Roll. Yeah. <laughs> I think Jelly Roll gets a lot We need more Jelly Roll love. And recently he had a um, speech, and mm-hmm. he was talking about how as you grow up, um, people, I don't know, kind of look down on you because uh, it's too late to accomplish mm-hmm. the things that you want to do in life. And he was saying how to never give up on your dreams. You know, it's never too late to pursue another career or just a different style of music uh-huh. in his case but I was rooting for him but love the pick with um, Monet absolutely absolutely and for the first time tonight we're actually doing a Grammy double feature as up next is sitting on top of the world by Burna Boy featuring 21 Savage and after that on my mama by the new the best new artist of 2020 for Victoria Monet here on 88.1 Andrew B. Bird here on Akron's home for nonstop hits WZIP. We are still covering the Grammys. They just wrapped up, but we're going to talk about record of the year. I am sitting with Sawyer, Corey, Nate, and Zoe. Sawyer, start us off. Man, you already know I'm not happy about this one. I was talking about it earlier. I know Corey's probably even more passionate about this than I was based on our reactions uh, when we were watching. Uh, but but this was, yeah, this was just not a, not a track I'm happy about winning really any any of wards i don't i don't understand it but that's yes. just me flowers by miley cyrus was a very unexpected choice for record of the year <laughs> Corey, what, what what were you thinking cracking my knuckles for this one i really don't think she was deserving of that award i don't like miley cyrus as in general but i really think that that was one of her w- less produced albums like it wasn't great flowers is a song isn't good. I don't know why everyone likes it. It's bad. It's overplayed. It's, can I buy myself flowers? Like, bro, I I personally just don't like it. I don't think she should have won the award, and I don't think she should have won to SZA. Flowers is truly one of the songs of all time. Zoe, I'd like to get your opinion on this. I mean, I don't... I don't feel that strongly about it. I've I've always liked Miley Cyrus, just like growing up and just seeing her go through her phases and all that. I mean, she's won two of her first Grammys tonight. And I mean, yes, it was like an overplayed song, but like all the songs that were nominated were kind of overplayed songs. They were popular. They were played like that's that's kind of just the theme for like Grammys and any awards. It's I like the most popular overplayed liked songs by many of the general public. So I feel like I'm not too opinionated about it. I'm glad Miley Cyrus is getting awards just having been in the industry for so long. So for her personally, I'm happy for her for the for what the song was and all that. I I don't really care. It's just more so just for her, really. I I you know I just want to like say I feel very neutral about this. It could have been worse, could have been better, but it could have been much much worse. I think there were some nominees on that list that were a lot worse than Flowers. And it's like I'm not the biggest fan, but I'm also not the biggest hater. It's fine. I, I do kind of like what Sawyer said. It is certainly a song of time. I, I Now, I don't feel as strongly as uh, Corey here about disliking Miley Cyrus. I agree with Zoe that it's interesting that we've gotten to see her rise to fame, the, her deal with success, all of that. Uh, I, I think she's an interesting character, uh, but I don't I, and I don't listen to her music very much, but this is probably one of the worst Miley Cyrus songs I've ever heard. It's not oh. just like SZA's, like Kill Bill. I talked about a couple breaks ago. You know, I don't think Kill Bill is one of SZA's best songs, but I think SZA is a great artist, and it is even, you know, one of her not best songs is a great song. I don't think that of Miley Cyrus's music. Zoe, would you like to respond? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of artists that, out there that I would say are much just personally more talented than the ones in the categories tonight that have won such as like Miley Cyrus or Taylor Swift just because it's just like not my cup of tea but you, you just music is so subjective that like I, I don't know it's just it, it, it's, it gets a little back and forth but I really as long as they're not a really terrible person and it wasn't like a 
again, well, I am upset Lana Del Rey didn't win because she hasn't won one in a really long time, and I feel like her music is something more up my alley, and that was a little infuriating to see her not win a lot, but for somebody like Miley Cyrus, who's been in it for so long, and just like thinking about how hard they work and stuff like that you have to appreciate that side of it too not just the song itself you have to think of what went into the song and behind the song and all that so i i don't know i and i i would never say somebody is undeserving of an award just how i would personally uh look at awards period as long as they're not a terrible human like i said so some songs are better than others, but yeah, that's just what I think about it. Then following this award, we got a short performance from Billy Joel. He performed his newest song, and I'm going to start this. Personally, I was disappointed, and it felt like a personal attack. I I needed to hear Zanzibar. Um, <laughs> now, I, there are laughs throughout the room, but let me just say, this is a Billy Joel song that when it came out, did not get a ton of attention at first, but it came to prominence on TikTok. So it is now popular over many generations, people that were young when the song came out and people that were young when it rose to prominence on TikTok. So I think it was a major missed opportunity to not feature Zanzibar or really feature any other songs besides this new song which nobody knows people love you billy joel because we know we know your songs that's why we love you i gotta stop talking about this or i will run us through the rest of our break Corey, <laughs> would you like to start um i really do enjoy billy joel but again i agree with i agree with isabel i was pretty disappointed i love billy joel i grew up listening to his music in the car with my mom but they also hyped him up as the piano man i was a little disappointed we didn't hear one of his more popular songs not just zanzibar but I was a little disappointed that we didn't hear, like, Only the Good Die Young or Piano Man, for example. I can name it a lot more songs, but it's it's kind of disappointing. He really missed an opportunity. Yeah, Nate. I, I mean, like, it's pretty cool to see Billy Joel again. Pretty cool to see his Ray music. But, I mean, like, I, I hate to beat a dead horse, but, like, I wanted to hear Moving Out. You know, like oh, Anthony's <laughs> song would have been yeah. Anthony's song would have been great. Sawyer, do you have something? To add? I I was one hundred percent with you. I was also like, why can't we get Zanzibar? That would be a great performance right now, and Absolutely. we needed a little bit more uh, of an upbeat type the energy. Uh, you know, music and energy. Yeah, that was kind of lacking at some points in the night. But I think you're spitting. You're right. We need Zanzibar, and uh, it. It was disappointing, to say the least. Enough. Thank you. You know, that's a good lesson. You should butter up the host whenever you talk. Zoe? <laughs> um, I I mean, I, this is a personal flaw of mine. I'm, I'm good at, like, I, knowing what a song sounds like, but not by the name. So I probably know Zanzibar if I heard it, but I can't think of it right now. But, I mean, if you think about what... Billy Joel said like in kind of the what Jeremiah has been calling the promo or the ad before the performer performs he said like I just stopped because I didn't like songwriting anymore so I mean he probably like I know everybody wanted that like upbeat Billy Joel like doing backflips off the piano but like the guy's old he I know he like went there because he enjoys it but like I mean, with a Billy Joel performance for somebody who's barely performed or not performed, made a song in the last like 30 years, you just got to kind of take what you can get. And and if that's even like the most like basic song, maybe one nobody's really heard of because it's so like just vanilla. But yeah, I I mean, I feel like it would have been a little bit of a cop out if he played Piano Man just because it's like dub Piano Man, Billy Joel. But yeah, I I enjoyed seeing him and it's just kind of a take what you can get moment. He's not flipping off like f jumping off the piano but you know they put somebody on strings and launched someone up earlier during a scissor performance. They could have done that with Billy Joel. It would have been honestly <laughs> guess, very funny. Yeah. <laughs> After an interesting Billy Joel performance Celine Dion came out and presented the award for album of the year which, which went to Taylor Swift for Midnight's. Zoe, I'm going to start with you on this one. How do you feel? Now, I, I, there are many, many reasons why I personally am not a fan of 
Taylor Swift. I never really have been. My friends growing up were fans. I just never really got into her. And it's not like a newfound hatred or anything. She's never been up my alley. So, yes, she won. It's it's not so much that she won. It's just people's reactions to her winning. So I feel like it, it's kind of in the best uh, multiverse timeline that she did win. Because I feel like if she didn't win, all you know what would have broken loose. So And she's just such a powerful person in the music industry that, like, yes, she's going to win awards. I mean, she was nominated a bunch tonight. She only won two awards, which, I mean, not that I was expecting her to win every single one, but... I mean, she won two. She won her 14th Grammy ever, and she beat out, like, Frank Sinatra and somebody else. I can't remember the names for the previous words she got. So, I mean, we all know she's a very powerful person in the music industry. We can't deny that. So, I'm not upset that she won. It's just kind of like a, yeah, just another thing. Like, obviously, like, I know her effect on people. So it's expected. So it's not like I'm so mad. Like, oh, my gosh, I I can't believe this. Um, So it's just kind of like that. All right, Nate. Um, so I want to start by saying that if I go missing within the next few days, uh, y'all know what happened to me. Y'all know the real story. Um, I don't really care for Taylor's or to a lot of Taylor Swift's newer stuff. Um, you know, like like it's like I just could care less. I don't really care enough to hear about her. I, I hear about her quite often, and I'm not surprised. And and you know, I feel like. I, I, I'm not filled with, like, visceral rage like I would have been if Olivia Rodrigo won. Um, but I'm also, like, not exactly excited about it. It's, it's fine. It is okay at best. Possibly bad at times. Um, most of the time. Uh, it's just, like, I don't know. It's just, like, it's certainly, uh, certainly the, um, I don't know. I, I do also like Zoe's point. Um, I feel like Las Vegas would have been burned to the ground if Taylor <laughs> Swift did not win that award. I feel like, like uh, th- there there would have been uh, outrage. That's a great word to put it. I'm. Uh, it's, it's been a yeah. I don't know. It's just like like and. See, like you know, you know, this is like uh, I, I, I don't want to get the tinfoil hat on, but like you know, it feels like a very big PR stunt. You know, every once in a while I think about it. She announced an album. She did announce an album tonight it, upon winning two Grammys, and also like she's going to be at the Super Bowl next week. You know, like 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 she's constantly in the media. It just it just feels like it feels it. I don't want to say it feels scripted, but it almost does. Yeah, I think I can speak for all of us on this one and say that nobody was super happy to see Taylor Swift win. We might not have all been mad to see Taylor win, but it was was kind of like a, yeah, whatever. Yeah. We knew it. Yeah. 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 If anything happens to Colby Hall, you guys know the truth. You know the real story. (laughs) (laughs) Not what we were hoping for tonight, but we got to start wrapping it up. Stay tuned for our final Grammy break where we will run down the fashion and overall feel of the show tonight. Till then, let's keep the songs going with a song from the 2024 album of the year, Antihero by Taylor Swift. Take a chance on me by Nikki here on WZIP with our final Grammy segment of the evening. I'm sitting with Jeremiah, Corey, and Ella. And guys, I know we talked about it all night long, but we're here to talk about the fashion of tonight. Of course, the Grammys, just like any event that has to do with celebrities, we have really cool outfits and some really bad outfits. So, Jeremiah, I'm going to start with you. What did you like what you saw today? For me personally, Victoria Monet, Burna Boy, and Beyonce had some of my favorite outfits. I really love the hat with Beyonce. However, Victoria Monet in her jacket with the red boots and Burna Boy in these pillow-like fabrics with his pants and jacket. I think it really, I think it was great, mm. amazing, definitely a standout within the other the fashion aspect of this show. No, I have to agree with Jeremiah once again. Always coming in with great picks. Someone for me, or one band for me that I really enjoyed um, was Boy Genius. Mm. You know, just the matching outfits with the whites. You know, very simplistic. Like some artists, like Olivia Rodrigo, not not big fan of her. More on the simplistic side, but on the bad part of that. Yeah. Even with her performance, too. I just 
Not really mm-hmm. a big fan. I think I'd also have to agree with Jeremiah. I loved Beyonce's outfit. I think yeah. she did a great job of, I guess, tying in what her Jay-Z and Blue Ivy were all wearing. It was a cute little trio, I have to admit. Um, I also really liked Billie Eilish's um, Barbie varsity jacket. Yes. I thought that was very cool. And SZA with her beautiful purple, I don't know, jumpsuit dress. I thought that was really cool. But a fit that left me unimpressed was Taylor Swift's. Um, the white dress with the corset on sure. the back, the watch necklace, the black gloves. Mm-hmm. What was she thinking? <laughs> to walk on stage, except record of the year wearing that? Could not be me. <laughs> Uh, see, I'm I'm a big sucker for simplistic. Like I like what um, Phineas was wearing, just the plain black suit. I love a plain black suit. And who I think actually killed it with a plain black suit was the winner of um, Best Country Album, Lainey Wilson, when she had the black suit and the black hat. Yes. I thought that was amazing. I love keeping stuff simple. I like extravagant stuff with, like, the Met Gala. You know what I mean? Something mm-hmm. where it's known for being a fashion event. But this is more just, like... A white collar get together kind of event. I feel event. like when you wear simple, the simple has to be elegant. In mm. the case with the country artist, mm-hmm. but like if it's Phineas just wearing, you know, a black button down with a change, just kind of like eh, you, you okay, throwing in a little more accessories. I sure. feel agreed. I, I, I think feel it. I don't think it was bad, but compared to Billy, mm. who you can clearly tell was like had some effort in terms. I yeah. think it was yeah. very lackluster. Yeah. It, had he been by himself up there, I don't think it would have been as bad. Mm-hmm. But alongside her, it definitely made him stand out more. Yeah. Just like um, someone whose outfit I didn't like, Lana Del Rey. Oh. I believe her standing next to Taylor really Mm -hmm. showed me just how unimpressive the two of them are fashion-wise. I just didn't like the bangs. (laughs) I I couldn't even tell it was her at first until she moved them out of her eyes. It was giving funeral rather than yeah. it was award show, like Russian funeral. <laughs> also, for me, huge shout out to the performers uh, for the Tina Turner um, tribute performance. Yeah. They looked so just stunning in those sparkly mm-hmm. dresses. Just gave me absolute 80s vibes with that, and I loved every second of it. No, I got to agree. And kind of going off the point that we're talking about of someone really standing out and not the best sense, mm-hmm. I got to talk about 21 Savage. Yeah. It just did not yeah. go well whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, he stuck out like a... It, I was going to say, thumb, just straight know? stuck out. Nope. Like yeah. outfit-wise and performance-wise. Was just exactly. Like, doing? Yep. Um, well, we just talked about fashion, but guys, give me your overall feelings about the Grammys as a whole. You know, awards you liked, stuff you didn't like, give it to me. Man, I think Jeremiah. Okay, while I was not on for the Taylor Swift segment of her winning, I will say her and Miley definitely were the most undeserving winners of tonight. I don't believe Miley deserved record of the year, and I do not believe that Taylor deserved album of the year. I believe that SZA's SOS album was the clear standout mm-hmm. winner, and I would have taken any song over Flowers for record of the year. So I was definitely disappointed within those. <laughs> However, for the overall vibe, I do feel this Grammy's very lackluster. Mm. The way all of the rap categories were thrown before the show yes. and the performances just weren't giving what it needed to give for me personally. I feel yeah. that this will definitely be a forgettable Grammy. Not mm-hmm. one of the worst, but definitely forgettable. I, I, I think I have to agree with you on the performance side because it, it felt more like a somber like tragic concert rather than a huge celebration of this is the best of the best in all of music let's celebrate it it was more oh my boyfriend broke up with me five years ago so I'm gonna sing a sad song about it <laughs> and then someone else sings a sad song and then another sad song and then all of a sudden you have this huge 80s like tribute and then another sad song and then Billy Joel comes out so I do agree the performances besides uh, just a handful really lackluster no I agree there was really no diversity within these artists performances and there's, like, uh, let me give an example of Olivia Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. You know, she could have performed Bad Idea right instead of Vampire Life. Mm-hmm. It would have been much better. Like, you have to, I don't know. Again, we don't want to go along those somber songs all the time. Yeah, you, know? you match the vibe, you know? Exactly. I feel like the issue for me with this Grammys was they played it too safe. Mm. And I just felt like it... The perf- a lot of the performances weren't very imaginative. Like you were saying with Olivia Rodrigo, I think she could have done a more exciting mm-hmm. song off of her album. I think she could have put in a little more oomph behind her performance. But 
I also feel like some of the performances were kind of like front loaded. You know, like our third performance in was SZA, and nothing could really top that outside of the Tina Turner mm-hmm. tribute. Like I don't know. After watching, I was just, like Jeremiah was saying, it was forgettable. I I want kind of more out of mm. it. Definitely. I think one of the biggest problems was the fact that it was mostly just the most popular songs off the albums, which is, I think, what hurt it, because a lot of the more popular songs weren't performance-worthy compared to other songs on the album, which is probably one of my biggest problems with Miley, Mm. was the fact that she relied heavily on Flowers, which, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, just isn't the performance-heavy song needed. Mm -hmm. I feel like there was just so many others she had she could have performed. And, you know, I just hope for the best for the next Grammy. Gotcha. Well, I mean, we talked a lot about some of the bad stuff about the Grammys, but give me your favorite nominee who actually won the award. Well, for me personally, Victoria Monet. Yeah. I'm so happy for her. I, like, it, this This is a long time coming mm-hmm. for her. She's put so much effort into the industry and into her craft and others that I am just so glad to see her finally be rewarded. I can't wait for what the future has in store mm-hmm. for her. I have to go with Boy Genius, personally. I really enjoy them. Got into them probably in the past year or so. And they're a new artist for me. I really like Foo Fighters. Mm. You know, classic. Love Dave Grohl. But really, I got to give credit to Boy Genius Love Boy Genius. I think I'm going to piggyback off of Jeremiah and also say Victoria Monet. I'm just listening to a few of her songs before getting ready for this um, special broadcast, I guess. I, I was just blown away by her talent. I think she deserved all that was all that was coming for her with this award i guess and i don't know i'm excited to see what her future holds well uh thank you guys for sitting here with me and giving this amazing last segment for the grammys thank you to everyone who has stuck with us through tonight's wzip grammy coverage thank you to all of the guests that we've had all throughout tonight and congratulations to the winners and all of the nominees of the awards in the 2024 grammys we'll leave you with me and Corey's favorites of today it is the winners of best alternative music album boy genius with cool about it here on 88.1 wzip